Hello gang, this is November the 19th. This is business news that you can use. Tonight, we're going to take a look at what Bill Gates said about this nature of business travel and how he expects it to go down dramatically. So what I thought we'd take a look at is what will the consequences be if Bill Gates is correct? How does this news affect us personally? This prediction of his, if it comes true, is really going to have some negative effects to us and our wallets. Bill Gates' exact quote was, my prediction would be that over 50% of business travel and over 30% of days in the office will go away. Well, this is gonna have dramatic consequences both to commercial real estate as well as residential. So let's jump right into this. Here is a chart. It's from a company called Statista and it's looking at the corporate travel in 2019 and how much these companies basically spent on airfare. So check it out, Deloitte, Amazon, IBM, Google, Microsoft, McKinsey, and on and on. Deloitte spent $583 million. Amazon spent $500 million. IBM spent $415 million. So if you add that up, that's almost $1.5 billion right there. So this company, Deloitte, is a very large consulting firm. They depend on a lot of their revenue by sending their analysts on site. What that basically means is that these guys and gals, they've got to fly out from their home base to working on site. It could be wherever in the country. And then they spend a few days there and then they come back to their office, usually on Thursday, so they can have interactions with each other. All of this costs a lot of money and Deloitte was here spending $583 million. So as we continue looking at this, we see a trend here, McKinsey, IBM, Ernst & Young, Pricewaterhouse, Deloitte. These guys are large consultancies. So check this out. By 2024, the expectation is that these consulting firms in aggregate are going to be making around $251 billion doing their management consulting services. So I think it's fair to ask ourselves, what happens if these large consultancies aren't able to continue billing at what they were billing? Frankly, what's that going to mean? That's going to mean that they're going to probably lay off a decent size of their population, or they're going to tell their population of employees that, you know what, we can't pay you what we were paying you before because there's not a lot of travel and all these other things. So how about you take a 30% pay cut? So if they're going to lay these people off, the trickle down effect of these people who are usually making around high five figures, close to six figures, in their around start about salaries, these guys are going to have a very dramatic impact in their local area because all that discretionary money is suddenly going to disappear. So here's something from Business Insider. And basically what we're seeing is, I mean, I can keep scrolling down and down. It's everybody, Microsoft, MasterCard, Spotify, Amazon, Airbnb, Hitachi, and on and on. A lot of these companies have already committed that their employees will get to stay home till 2021. So we're what, three months, two months away from that. But the idea of this pandemic still hasn't disappeared. So a lot of these corporations are going to extend this. And basically we are now entering a workforce where a vast majority of these tech firms are now going to have employees that are working offsite. And that's going to bring up a question now. Are these companies going to continue paying these people the same amount of money that they were paying when their employees were living in these very high cost of living areas versus now many of these employees will move back to say Cleveland, middle parts of America, 
what's going to happen is that they're going to move these employees are from very high cost of living areas to places that are somewhat average cost of living. And since these employees have now been moved there, what's going to happen? The corporation is ultimately going to say, you know what, we were paying you all this extra money because you were living in San Francisco, you were living in Seattle, you were living in DC, in New York, and on and on. So let's take a look at these little graphs that are here sitting behind me. Here was a question that Deloitte asked their basically their customers what are your thought processes on compensation strategies for your employees in the coming few years? And boom, we are currently redesigning our compensation strategy, 23%. 28% of the respondents said that they had thought about it in the last year. Now, over here, they are talking a little bit about just compensation from a form of equity, meaning paying men and women the same amount and so forth. But ultimately, within this compensation strategy, these larger corporations are also going to say, why the hell are we paying these guys so much more money when we frankly don't have to? And then I'm asking myself, what are we going to do when this becomes a global phenomenon? So why would they pay someone who came to America from the Philippines or from India? Why would they bring them to America when they could say, you know what, dude, you're going to stay back home? Well, once they're back home, are these companies going to pay them that same high level of salaries that they were going to pay these employees if they had come to America? So I pull this up just as a example. You know, when an engineer is paid around $120,000 in Googleplex, they end up if we convert that money to Indian rupees, because let's assume that the engineer has come from India and is making that kind of money. The number is mind-boggling. It's 88,920,000 plus rupees. Now, this money converts differently because it is in another part of the world, but still, this dollar amount, when converted to Indian rupees, gives that employee a very substantial quality of life. They are able to move up in such a way that they're able to move their entire family's economic condition, they're able to move it up just from one salary. Looking at the compensation chart we looked at earlier, Google's going to say, you know what? Why am I going to pay you this much? You're already making such a good amount of money relative to the rest of the people in India. So how about you take a 30% or a 40% discount? So this guy, instead of making almost 88 million rupees, is going to end up making, say, 40 million rupees. Now, it's still a sizable amount of money, but for Google, that's a 50% savings. And why would these companies not do that? They already park so much money across the globe. They've got billions of dollars sitting in Ireland. They've got billions of dollars sitting all across the world in these tax havens. Now, these aren't illegal, but nonetheless, it shows you that these companies, if an opportunity shows up, they do go and maximize their return. And these companies will ultimately say, I am not going to pay you this same high wage that I was paying you when you were in America or when you were in San Francisco. Check this out now, all right? The national medium home price posted the second largest annual increase on record in October and goes on there. This is a report by Redfin. And basically this company is saying that the amount of home volume in terms of dollars went up quite a bit and there was definitely a increase in home prices all across America. How are home prices going up in the middle of a pandemic? But here you are. Now, some of the reasons as to why these prices are going up is, of course, that the 
inventory of homes is low. People don't want to sell them. And then the people who can actually afford these homes are usually men and women who have a higher level of an income. They are able to put in a larger down payment. They probably have a better credit rating. And ultimately what's happening is that these well-qualified buyers are finding that because interest rates are so low that this is actually becoming an attractive time to buy homes. And this is how this news of business travel going down is going to affect you and me dramatically because when these people, these young men and women with high discretionary incomes move into these smaller towns, what are they going to do? They're going to come into towns and they're going to buy condos, they're going to buy apartments, they're going to buy homes. And because the amount of homes available, the volume of homes is low, they're going to bid prices up. So one very interesting corollary of Bill Gates saying that people are not going to be traveling as much and people are going to be staying home and they're not going to go to their offices that much is that this consequence of this pandemic is actually going to trickle down to us at a very granular geographic level. And we're going to find that local prices of homes are actually going to go up. And this is how this news ultimately affects us on a personal level. All right, gang, I hope this was of value to you. I'll see you tomorrow. Pip, pip.